Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on vSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Green Zone presented by MGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds as we begin hour number two of our coverage here. It is Championship Sunday, and right now, you mentioned to me right before we came on the air here, not ready for primetime. That's yeah. the way it would appear for the Cincinnati Bengals. 21-3, to yeah. Kansas City, three drives, three touchdowns, the path of least resistance. This defense doing nothing for the Bengals. Yeah, and we'll go to Will Hill momentarily. I want to piggyback off his analogy because I think the Bengals kind of look like that double-digit seed in the NCAA yeah. tournament that meets the Sweet 16. Then you get that one seed, uh, you know, in the uh, regional semifinal, Ooh. and then that team gets ran out, and that's exactly what you're seeing right now. Just no resistance, no loss of yardage plays for this team at all. Bengals not putting them in second and long no. or third and long. And that's what you have to do against this team. And they're not doing it. And that's why you see it. Bet MGM 19 and a half, 56 and a half, the current in-game total. Let me see if I can get a first half line for you as well. Oof. And I think that's actually been suspended with only five minutes left to go. That first half total did close at 27. Yep. Juice to the over minus $1.15. So still five minutes to go. So still a chance that that can remain under if the Bengals get stopped here. And then the Chiefs, I mean, maybe you can get a push out of it if you get a Butker field goal. But Chiefs going to cover that first half number looking like very easily. All right, let's get back out to Will Hill on this one. Will mentioned to us before this last touchdown that when we asked if there's any in-game scenarios he might like, weigh the big number with the Chiefs. Will, that looks like very good advice after that third drive a third touchdown on the board for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's a shame. I don't want to let the viewers know this, but as entertaining as this show is, what goes on between commercial breaks and you guys, you guys, when you're off the air, might be some of the best content. If we could only film that and play it. And I don't know that we could air it, uh, but it, it, it's so good. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to say. This game is pretty much over. Yeah. Uh, you worry if you got the over. You worry if you got the over here, like you said, that you know KC gets such a big lead, they just you know run it three times and punt. Like I mentioned, they blew a couple 14-point leads. Uh, to Cincy last time. So they'll probably keep the foot on the gas at least through, you know, middle of the third quarter. But uh, there comes a point where, you know, there's no point in throwing it. And uh, Cincy here is is in big time danger zone, kicking off to start the second half. They need seven here quickly. Well, to Will's point, there's a lot of self-loathing that goes on uh, that the people can't see. And we do have FCC regulations, so they can't Mm -hmm. hear what sometimes... And my mom would not be happy with some of my potty mouth during the breaks. Yeah, we were, our producer, Jacob Roach, was like, this game really 
sucks, Dave, quite yeah. frankly. I, I could say that he said sucks. This is his last show. What Can are they going to do? Fire him? Out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're looking to flex this game. It's like take James Brown needs to come in for CBS and break in. We're going to send you to bonus coverage. Browns and Jaguars, James Lofton and Andrew Catalan on the call. You know, I did see a lot of people, and you can understand why here is the Bengals uh, get a decent return here out about uh, past the 30-yard line to begin this next drive down 21-3, five minutes to go. So you mentioned it first half, over-under still in play there, but it looks like if you had the Bengals like I did, plus four and a half, that's dead in the first half. We saw a lot of prop scenarios where people like Joe Burrow's passing yards over Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. That was about even money. I was considering that as well, and I'm glad I did not, but it still may get there. He has 28 yards so far with five minutes to go. It's it's well behind, but now if you're the Bengals, I don't know how much you can really run the ball. I mean, you got to do it every once in a while, just to keep them honest, but if you're going to run the ball and kind of do what they've been doing, you're going to be down 28-3 going into the locker room here. So they're going to have to try something and, you know, maybe get a couple short passes and hope that Chase breaks the tackle like he did there to get a couple more yards to get something positive on first down. I mean, don't get, you know, two and three yards, no. get five and six yards, and then that opens up the playbook a little bit more. But uh, Cincinnati uh, definitely in a world of hurt. Now, you know, maybe, maybe you know, getting in too tall a cotton here when you got a team that has not been in this situation before and the Chiefs have kind of been there, done that. And we saw Jamar Chase against oh. this team, rookie single-game record, 266. He has a total of eight so far this afternoon. That is not good, but he does get six yards to your point on first down. Now they're going to run Joe Mixon and see if he can get to the outside. He Chiefs cannot. all over it. I mean, they know what's coming. I mean, this is not... I mean, this is a solid Chiefs defense. This yeah, is not an elite defense in the National Football League, though. And they can get God. I mean, and they especially got God when the uh, Honey Badger went out with a concussion. By the way, he is active today. Mm-hmm. So I think that does make a bit of a difference. That was kind of a case for my under. It's like, how are the Bengals going to be able to go over the middle? And they have not been able to do so far. So lost yardage there, loss of one. So now third and five yet again for Cincinnati. All right, under four minutes to go here in the first half. You got to think you kick it back to Patrick Mahomes before halftime. Good night. They're getting at least three. And, Put that in the books. It's like when a guy Kansas goes. City gets the ball first to start yeah, the second yeah, half. Yeah, it's like when a, when you had those 90% foul shooters go to the line uh, and Dick Vitale's on again. Put it in the books, baby. Put it in the books. <laughs> As the Bengals do get a first down, though, T. Higgins does not drop that one. No, he does not. So right now, 21 to three, uh, three and a half minutes to go there. Very quickly, you know, it, for everybody that watched the game last week with Josh Allen and the Bills, and it's a memorable game in the divisional round. The difference that I'm seeing so far today, and look, this is not fair to put this on Joe Burrow because he's not Josh Allen. But what do the Bills really do in that second half? They ran Josh Allen a lot. Mm-hmm. They used him like an extra running back, right? Because that's a way to move the chains a little bit and, and to keep kinda them off balance. Like, I kind of feel like Joe Burrow's going to have to use his legs at some point if this yeah. is going to get competitive at all. Because he keeps dropping back, and they have no time. Yeah. Maybe some quarterback-designed runs. That is the only way I think you can really run the ball as they try to do a little play action it's there. Dead. Chiefs all over it. Ward does get through on the oh. rush. So, second and ten, it's just the Chiefs. Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for Kansas City, he knows what is coming here. I mean, it's like, no you know, it's like guys, they watch film. They know what you're going to run here, you know. Try a little something different. But they did try to roll out Burrow. It was for a pass. Right. but. They just, I mean, they they just can't move the ball. They're wasting their time now running the ball. You look and see that 8.7 yards of play for the Chiefs and only 3.8 for the Bengals. Uh, 
you almost got to say abandon ship on the run and, and maybe run it once every like maybe 10 or 15 plays. You got to throw, 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 and you can't just do the screen game either because Kansas City speed, they're all over it. All right, so now he has some time. Now he gets out of the pocket, and when that happens, that's, what you, that's, that's, that's when that's, he's one like, of the best in the business. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. Like this straight back, yeah. drop back uh, yeah. is not working, right? You yeah. got to get him on the edge. Yeah, you get him on the move, and that's why I think against that man coverage, what we were talking about and why they were so successful in that first meeting back in week 17 in Cincinnati yes. is that they got him outside a little bit. When you get man coverage and you get him on the run, it's a little bit tougher for these guys to cover more in space. They can cover in the box yes. all day long, especially with hunting badger active and, and not out with that concussion. But when you get him kind of in this, in this space a little bit, I think that's a lot better for Cincinnati's chances. Okay, so this is going to take us down to the two-minute warning. And what's very interesting about it, and I know Bengal backers out there, and certainly if you're a first-half backer, you're thinking touchdown, maybe you get a pick, something crazy. The Bengals are milking the clock. Mm -hmm. Down 18. That shows you that they know they can't defend Patrick Mahomes. Right. And and, and, and they're trying to manage this clock, Dave, to your point, because – they want to have the ball last because they know Kansas City's getting the ball first. Why rush down and score? Okay, yay, we scored 21-10. By the way, he's got a minute left to go. How many seconds did the Chiefs get down there and score? I forget 13. how. It was 13 seconds 13. last week. So you want to leave him with no time. <laughs> it's like, you know, and what you're honestly doing is saying, okay, if we go in 21-10 or maybe it's even 21-6. You, you take your chances yeah, there. Yeah, okay. We got If, we, if, we, if we're 21-10, we hold him to three, 24-10. At least we're not out of it with 10 minutes left to go in the third quarter. And that's all they're doing. I mean, they want to score here. That's obviously the main objective, but they want to keep the ball away here. So the clock management has actually not been too bad. No. I think everybody is like, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of jokes there on Twitter. Bengals oh, masterfully, sure they're, 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 they're running, right. they're running uh, the clock here up 21, three. Oh, wait, they're down it. 21 to three. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you want to give them the ball back right before the half? And then it's like, let's say you settle for three and it's 21 to six. So you make it a two score game. Even if Kansas City just gets a field goal, it's 24 to 6. So it's like you just gave him the ball and gave him free points and you just traded scores and while losing some time. All right. So let's see how the rest of this plays out. We are at the two minute warning, 21 to 3 right now, Kansas City all over the Bengals. Let's get to our second game, which we hope is going to be a little bit more competitive, at least in the first half. Uh, and let's look at some of these receiver props because we talked about it in the AFC title game here. And I know Jamar Chase backers are not happy right now. Cooper Cup, you can understand why you see where his numbers are. 101 and a half. Uh, juice to the old. Well, even money. Minus 115 both ways. Yeah, okay. is that just for the first half or the full game? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good he's the way it, The way it's been bad, he's it been seems best, like it is. He's been the best receiver in football, and so you can understand why. Look at OBJ at 54 and a half there. Uh, juice to the under at minus 118. And Tyler Higby. That surprises me as well. 41 and a half, uh, even money, minus 115 mm-hmm. both ways. And conversely, Debo is the tricky one there because I love Kittle's prop at 52 and a half. I got to think if they're going to be effective in this game, Kittle has the big day. Samuel receiving, yeah, mm-hmm. might get more action as a running back, right? So 50 and a half, be careful there. And then you see Brandon Ayuk forks up Arizona State, 47 and a half. Uh, even at minus 115 each way. Yeah, the ones I went on here are actually Rams guys. 30 and a half for Van Jefferson, who's been kind of quiet. Yep. 
in in the playoffs here, but he is running routes on like 86% of the plays, so it's just kind of get it to him. He's gone over this number, I think, 14 of 19 games this season. And then to your point also on Odell Beckham, uh, I know it's been sporadic, you know, those 10 games he's had as a Ram, but the 49ers, you know, they're kind of a funnel pass defense. They're 16th in DVOA versus a pass mm -hmm. compared to second versus the run. So I think you are going to see the Rams, and that's why I took the Acres rushing yards under because the 49ers are not going to blitz very much because staff has been able to torch the blitz this season. So I also do like OBJ in terms of I over his yards. So, uh, you know, Van Jefferson, I know is dealing with a little bit of a knee issue, but I think he's going to go. So I already did play that Tyler Higby also has a tough matchup because the 49ers really good against tight ends. I'm sure Twitter is losing their minds as the Bengals run the ball for negative two yards on first down yeah. and then let it milk all the way down and snap it at two. But we, we do understand. Then they run a screen here to Samaji P. Ryan, which is going to get them a big chunk by inside the 20. He might go. He's going to be gonna in the end zone. He's going to get a scoring zone. play. I don't know if that's good or bad. Samaji P. Ryan in the end zone, 21-9. <laughs> and now pending. they get the ball back oh, with a minute left to go. And now underbackers like myself go, oh, what just happened? Come on back. It's the green zone on these the Sports Betting Network. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not OK what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. With the big game right around the corner, it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please game responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross on site, West Reynolds here on the Green Zone. A minute one to go. Bengals have life. One praise I'll give to Zach Taylor. At least he learned from last week, by the way. Kick it a little bit short. Like, kick it to the five and yeah, run a few pooch, seconds well, off the it. clock, at least. They ran, what, like four or five seconds there. Sean McDermott didn't learn that. Uh, Sean McDermott and his team might be playing in this game. Had they end up doing that, by the way, incomplete. So Bengals didn't allow a oh, yard on a play for the first, first time, time, it seemed like, all day. Because uh, uh, 
I don't. They, has no, Mahomes don't even there's, thrown? There's not been a negative. Yeah, that's play. His, that's his first incomplete pass, by the way. Thirteen of fourteen now for one fifty-four and three touchdowns for Mahomes. But yeah, I do think that the Bengals might have scored a little bit too quick because it's like, look, I, and and you see that scored of seventeen of the amazing. last twenty-one possessions in the postseason, virtually und- indefendable. The Chiefs might score twice with a minute left on the clock here, for God's <laughs> sake. So Chiefs minus thirteen and a half, fifty-nine and a half at BetMGM. All right, so fifty-eight ticks to go before halftime here, and still only rushing three, and again, no pressure at all. On Mahomes as he finds like Tyree I said, Kill. they're already on the other side of the fifty. Still have two timeouts left. Forty nine seconds you, left to go. What are you doing defensively? There, there's been zero blitzes. Yeah, they're dropping and playing eight in coverage. Yeah, it looks like they're playing zero in coverage, he, and they're only rushing three. He, he's he's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense have learned, and they can now pick that apart. Uh, Eli Apple uh, getting burned again. Uh, one bad apple spoils the bunch, and that bad apple, of course, is Eli Man. and. Uh, New York uh, Giants fans, of course, know what I'm talking oh, about. And, and Saints Apple. fans. And I, yes. He's been well-traveled in his career here uh, for good reason. So, again, 49 ticks to go. Now they're already past midfield here. Uh, as, again, now they rush four at least. But guess who's wide open? Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. uh, for another first down. So my only thing is, look, if you're going to lose, and by the way, Bengals are losing, right? 21-10, and it looks like they have – no resistance defensively. Mm-hmm. Don't you try to heat up Mahomes, get the ball out of his hands. You, you know, got to do something. You, you can't. This is not working. No. And you're not changing anything. So there's no yeah. different look that Mahomes hasn't seen here so far in this first Total half. Total in-game now up to 61 and a half. By the way, that first half total was 27. So that is long gone over here. And you just see what it's a different game in the postseason in terms of like uh, penalties. I hate to go back to that here. Oh, but yeah. 299 defensive PI calls in 272 regular season games. That's an average of over one a game. So far, we've had the 10 playoff games, only five DPI calls. That's 0.5 a game here. So they call it differently in the postseason. I don't think you see officials that often uh, putting Sean Hockley's performance earlier in the postseason aside that really want to take over the game. So, again, no penalties for the Chiefs as they're embarking on a perfect half. Four and four on third down. Three, three drives. Three I'm like, if they had a third down, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, they've had one or two incompletions for Mahomes. 15 to 17, 201, and three touchdowns. So remember, his prop, I believe, was two and a half. So he's already, you've already cashed that if you took the over on touchdown passes for Mahomes, right? So that's pretty amazing in and of itself as he finds Kelsey over the middle, breaks a tackle. He's going to have another they, second yeah, one. I, I mean, the yards after catch, too, they, they absolutely add up. Plenty of time here. We'll see if the Chiefs elect to run a quick play one time or out. if they go ahead and take the time out here. I think that they're going to try to run a quick one here. They're at least they're not going to take the three points out of their pocket. Here. No, absolutely not. They have another first down at the 15. Now line. here should come a time 13 out. seconds. We're right on that number again, but this is their last time out. So you've got to think here with 13 seconds to go in an injury. This is not good news for the Bengals defensively here, too. Mm-hmm. With 13 seconds, no timeouts. Mom's 15's taking two shots in the end zone. Yeah. And then they're kicking if they don't get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They'll kick at the end of the half and say, okay, we're up two full touchdowns. We are just fine with that going into the second half. 61 and a half now on the adjusted total. 18 and a half 
uh, for the game. Again, anticipating mm-hmm. points here with this 11-point lead. Uh, they might also, the Kansas City Chiefs, and just to kind of maybe give the Bengals a little bit of a warning, they might hit Travis Kelsey with a seam route. <laughs> they they just might. I mean, at least Did they're going to be NFL considering that. Mic'd up? I mean, yeah. Kelsey's telling you what he's yeah, going to do. Yeah, at least they're going to be considering that for a play call here. So be on high alert, Bengals defense. Okay, so the inclination here is if you're a Bengal backer, you go, man, can you get a tackle in the field of play? Mm-hmm. Because if you can get one, you got a shot to, to have yeah. this clock run out. And honestly, for the Bengals, I mean, you'll give up the three here instead of a seven. You might want to grab here. I know the, the half can't end on a defensive penalty, but if you have to they grab, got, grab. They, they grabbed. And they I, think that they, I think that they did. Now, here's uh, but, the problem. Is it going to be in the end zone for pass interference? If it is, the ball's at the one. Right. If it's a hold, it's just going to be a five-yard penalty. But let's see when the when the grab Happening right uh, about the one or the two yard line there. There was a little wrap up there by Eli Apple. Uh, Eli oh, Apple rotten to the one. core here, and they gave him the big one here. So look, that's what they're doing. They're going to pick on Eli Apple for the entire game, and why wouldn't they? Okay, so nine seconds to go here. We're going to stay with you because this is critical for the Bengals. If you're a Bengal backer and have any shot in the second half, it's at the one. You got to think Mahomes going to use his arms or his legs here. It's not going to be a straight handoff because if you stop them, you're probably not going to be able to get another playoff. Timeout Bengals defensively. So they've got two timeouts left. We go back before we went to break and we were saying how Twitter was exploding because everybody was criticizing Zach Taylor and the way he was. And you and I were, the, I think, the only two people going, we understand why he's doing this because mm-hmm. they can't stop him. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're trying to score, even if it's three. Like, by the way, if they had milked it and kicked the field goal. They would be plus points Mm -hmm. versus what's on the verge of happening. And what I'm surprised with, too, I thought that that was going to be a defensive holding. That's what it was, but they gave him the big one. That's the problem. The ball wasn't catchable, by the way. I mean, that was like six yards out of the end zone, and they decide to go ahead and give the big one instead of that, you know, five yards underneath for holding. Well, that's critical. So here we go now. We're going to keep it here before we move on because, again, this, this drive has taken 56 seconds. Five passes, no rushes. Mm-hmm. That's what we expected. You got to think Mahomes going to utilize his legs here, as he does on the roll, and he's looking, looking, looking. He's going to throw it in the dirt. Now, there's only five seconds. He's still seconds. got one more play, though, here, If it, but it's got to be very quick. And, look, he's got a quick trigger. He's quick on the draw like the horse named McGraw, as House of Bain would once Do you say. kick it here? Uh, they're probably going seconds. to, but I think that they do have time for maybe one more play. But we'll see if Andy – Andy's kind of weighing it right now. Getting cute. Because, again, if you're the Bengals, hold, hold, hold. This is where you absolutely coach your guys Mm -hmm. to make sure, I don't care if you got to tackle him. Mm -hmm. There's no way a receiver catches the ball here. Now, they they try to run it. That's different. They get it to Tyreek Hill. If they can get a tackle, that's the end of the half. That is a critical, critical mistake. That's why I felt that they were on the borderline. They did have time there to get off a play. But you cannot do a developing play like that no. where it's like, okay. And then throw in the flag. E- even a guy like Tyreek Hill, who's so good in the in space and in the open field, that thing's got to be the end zone, and that thing's got to be, okay, hut, hut, snap the ball, ball's out and immediately. Throw it through the end zone, put Butker on the field. Amazing. And, and Mahomes is calling timeout. They didn't have any left. Yeah. By the way. So that's the end of the half. Let's go back out to Will Hill. Will. All of a sudden here, and we see the numbers adjust immediately after the Chiefs get no points. I thought they got a little bit too cute there. And I understand, like, going for one more play because you still had five seconds. But to to Wes's point, 
That ball's got to be thrown in the end zone. It can't be thrown in the flat. Just terrible. Uh, if the Bengals ever come back to win this game, it, it'll be you, you, that'll be a play you look back on. And you know, it feels like it's thirty to nothing, Chiefs. You look up, they're only down eleven now. If they could ever get a stop out of the half and score, it, it's a game again. You feel like the Chiefs are in good control here. They're up eleven. They're getting the ball, but oh man, that, that's a that's a brutal sequence here. I actually had under one and a half shortest touchdown, so that's a oh. that's a tough one. Hopefully, we get it later in the game. Yeah, that's a tough. One. Uh, you go back to the first drive. They had to waste a challenge on that terrible, and it was a. I watched it a few times. It was a terrible spot. Uh, that first Chiefs drive near midfield, given the first down, cost them a timeout, and it might have cost them points here. Yeah, well, uh, Wes and Will, I'm, I'm, I am stunned by that because again, we we mentioned it here. Without we don't we don't have the volume up, but it looked like a bad spot. Mm-hmm. So Reed takes the timeout. But what I what I'm curious, and maybe Will, you can enlighten us here. Did they have to take the timeout in order for the officials to then reset the ball? Because that timeout, as we just met, that cost them points here at the end of the half. Yeah, no, I have the volume down a little bit because I'm, I'm listening to you guys too. So I'm not sure the sequence there. I mean, you just throw the challenge flag. If you're going to throw it, throw it. They, they're going to dock you a timeout either way if you lose. So I, I don't get why you burn a timeout right. and then use your challenge. It made no sense to me either. Yeah, that's the, that's the part that I'm scratching my head on, Wes, is that w- – if you're successfully challenged, mm-hmm. so so Andy, throw the challenge. Don't right. just call a timeout. Right. Throw the red flag because because you're gonna if you're gonna you lose it, it, you're gonna lose your timeout anyway. And you wouldn't have lost it. You yeah. would have won it. Then kept the timeout. Then you would have had the timeout there, which could have led to points. So the Chiefs get a little bit too cute uh, at the end of the first half. But again, they really haven't been stopped yet. Couple total uh, uh, halftime lines coming out. By the way, twenty-seven and a half on the total. Chiefs two and a half for the second half. We'll see how that develops over the other side. When we come back, Rob Guerrero is going to join us here to break down the Niners and the Rams in our second game when you come back on Championship Sunday. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game. We want to make sure VEASAN is a part of your plans. We're going to be with you throughout the playoffs. And then on Championship Weekend, we're going to have 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after all the action on VEASAN.com. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Green Zone right here on VEASAN. And Wes, we got some second-half numbers after the Chiefs we're denied points right before the end of the first we half. We do. Uh, three for the second half, minus 115 at BetMGM. There is some three, like minus $1.05, so juice to the Bengals side. Basically, that makes that 14 adjusted for the game, so you're taking essentially Cincinnati plus 14 for the second half, at least for the full game. 27.5 on the total, now down at BetMGM. There are, were some 28s in the market, juiced minus $1.20. And I do kind of like the second half under here. Okay. Uh, and, and I would lean with Cincinnati taking the three. I'm going to be kind of going back and forth. I think maybe that kind of gave them a little I, bit of oomph that you finally stopped them. Or maybe the Chiefs actually stopped yeah. themselves there by running that extra play, which they had time to do. But that ball's got to be in the end zone. Hope you get a flag. Then you got a decision because then they put the ball on the one with like two seconds untimed down because if half cannot end on a defensive penalty. So then the Chiefs could have had a decision there. But uh, a lot of people out there, as I was uh, stepping out just during the break here, saying, kick the blank and field goal. And that's what they were saying. They are, so Dave Ross is, is sweeping the nation. 
take the points. Take the hashtag take the points. I'm going to get that T-shirt. <laughs> Let's get out to Rob Guerrero. Does a great job. Host of the Niners Nation podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Stats on Fire. Always great to have Rob back in the program here as we break down the Niners against the Rams in the NFC title game. And Rob, you know, a lot a lot of people are going to look in the trends and go, hey, Kyle Shanahan's beating Sean McVay. Six, he's six and zero in their last six attempts here, uh, covering every number that you want. They're just beating them straight up here in the last six. Some people go, "Ah, that trend's got to end," but that trend is there for a reason. Rob, why has Kyle Shanahan had had so much success so far against Sean McVay? Well, I think it's a situation where you have a weakness for the Rams matching up perfectly with a strength for the 49ers. The Rams linebackers are not very good in coverage, and Jimmy Garoppolo only throws to one spot of the field, and it's the middle of the field basically between the hash marks. So that is where the Rams are weakest. So the 49ers are going to run the ball, and when they do throw the ball, they are throwing right into the soft spot of the Rams defense. And that's what the 49ers have done. They have run the ball 75 times in their last two games against the Rams for almost 300 yards. So they can move the ball on the ground. And then when Jimmy has to throw, he's able to do it in a place where he's very comfortable. So, uh, Rob, to your point, and I think that's a very salient one that we've kind of talked about this weekend. The 49ers are a in-between hash type of team. You don't see a lot of passes, at least to the perimeter, unless it's like a screen to Debo or somebody or Jennings make a guy miss and just get loose in space. So in terms of props, what players would you particularly be looking at to kind of capitalize on how that game flow has been for the 49ers? I would take the over on whatever Elijah Mitchell's handoffs have been. I think I saw it a couple of days ago. Was that like 17, something like that? Take the over. When Elijah Mitchell is healthy and playing, the only other person that carries the ball out of the backfield for the 49ers is Debo Samuel. And he's only going to get between 10 and 12 carries at most. So Elijah Mitchell is going to be the bell cow. I don't know how effective his yards are going to be, but I love over the attempts for Elijah Mitchell for sure. That's my favorite one of the week. Rob, my my one concern, and I do like the Niners in this spot getting the three and a half, but I would like it a lot better if I knew that 71 is going to play on that offensive line, Trent Williams. I think he's actually a half-point mover, and normally you don't see that with offensive linemen, but I just think, and you know this better than most, how uh, important he is to that offensive line. Do you get a sense of whether or not he's going to be able to go if he tries to go, and how, how big a difference would it be if he can't go for that Niner offense? He says he's going to play. He's been adamant all week that he's going to play. I actually saw a video clip of him getting off the bus and walking in, and he is walking very, very gingerly. He's got a high ankle sprain reportedly, but he didn't play in that week 18 game against the Rams where the 49ers came back from down 17 and the Niners were still able to win. Don't get me wrong. It's he's massively important. As you said, it would make life a lot easier, especially because the Rams defensive line appears to be playing better lately, but Even if he can't go, that's the thing with this 49ers team against these Rams. We've beaten the Rams, and I say we. The 49ers (laughs) have beaten the Rams with Nick Mullins at quarterback. They've beaten them with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. They've beaten the Rams with Jared Goff. They've beaten them with Matt Stafford. They've beaten the Rams with not one, not two, but three different defensive coordinators now. It just seems like there is something about this matchup that is just tilted in the 49ers' favor. So, Rob, when you look at how the fact that the 49ers have had the Rams number, mainly obviously running the football, as you pointed out, but 
What are they doing defensively? Because D'Amico Ryans, after early on with Green Bay, when they gave up, they gave up that touchdown, they were trailing. D'Amico Ryans all of a sudden figured out that Packers offense, and they really didn't do much. Uh, they didn't do hardly anything at all, really, for the bulk of the game. What has he figured out in order to control this Rams offense? Well, the first thing is the 49ers front four have been incredible. They're able to get pressure at an amazing rate without having to blitz anybody, which is going to be huge in this matchup because Matthew Stafford has absolutely destroyed the blitz all season long. But the 49ers can get pressure with their front four, and they also bring their linebackers right up to the line of scrimmage before the snap. So when the ball is snapped, not only does the offensive line have to check what those linebackers are going to do before they figure out who they have to block, but also the quarterback has to check what those linebackers are going to do. So they know where to go with the ball. And I just think that extra second, that extra beat that everybody has to take before they can get going favors the 49ers pass rush, which has been, like I said, lethal. They have pressured quarterbacks at least 35% of the time in the last three weeks. And if you take out that Packers game, it's 45% of the time. So they are getting home and they are leaving seven in coverage, which doesn't leave a lot of room for quarterbacks to uh, do their work. About to resume play here in the second half in this AFC title game. Chiefs up 21 to 10 at the half. Just updating on the second half price. BetMGM minus three, minus $1.15 on the Kansas City side. Adjusted number 14 for the in-game. And then 27 and a half for the second half total. So 58 and a half. Talking with Rob Guerrero, a host of Niners Nation podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Stats on Fire, as I do. Is that a paying homage a little bit to Kings of Leon with that handle? Because I, I do like that Stats on Fire moniker. Uh, no, it's just me basically because being a 49ers fan for the recent history, I've been pretty angry a lot of the time. And stats <laughs> was my nickname when I used to work at ESPN. So there you go. Well, it's pretty good, Rob. Now, let's get back to this game here. I saw an amazing stat that said in the two games this year, in 50 drop back pass scenarios for Jimmy G, Aaron Donald, zero sacks, and really not a whole lot of pressures. How they neutralized Aaron Donald, 99, when nobody else seems to be able to do that. I don't know. Because <laughs> the 49ers interior offensive line is not very strong. It's definitely the weakest part of their offensive line. They do run a lot of screen passes, which I think helps. Jimmy Garoppolo's biggest strength is getting rid of the ball quickly. In fact, whenever he gets in trouble, it's always when he has to hold on to the ball longer than normal. If you notice, Jimmy Garoppolo almost never throws the ball away or out of bounds. He always forces it somewhere. And so that is the key for the 49ers is to get rid of that ball quickly. And usually Kyle Shanahan has dialed up some sort of answer where somebody is going to be open. Now they may only be, you know, a yard or two yards past the line of scrimmage, but Jimmy can get rid of the ball. And that's how really they've neutralized Aaron Donald. It's not really because of their great blocking up front. So uh, Rob, uh, Seems like you're leaning 49ers at least on the side and just got about a couple minutes here. What do you think this is going to play out total wise? It did go over in that overtime game in week 18. And then of course, earlier in the season, 31 to 10 up at Levi stadium in Santa Clara. Are you expecting a more low scoring game with Carl Sheffers being on the game? Who is obviously very flag happy. Yeah, that's not really great news for the 49ers secondary who have committed the most defensive pass interference penalties of anybody this season. I, my official prediction was 27, 20, 49ers. So I have it obviously at 47 for the game. I don't think the Rams are going to be able to put up that many points. I think D'Amico Ryans is absolutely rolling right now. Mm. He has evolved so much throughout the season as a defensive coordinator that 
unless Jimmy Garoppolo just totally torpedoes things and sets the Rams up with a short field, I don't see their defense consistently moving the ball down the field against the 49ers. So I have a 27-20 San Francisco. Got about a minute to go here, Rob. Very quickly, who is the quarterback week one to begin the 2022 season for the San Francisco 49ers? It better be Trey Lance or stats on fire is going to have to be elevated to a whole other level. Look, we have seen what Jimmy Garoppolo is. Talanoa Hufanga is a safety for the 49ers, a backup safety. He has more touchdowns this postseason than Jimmy Garoppolo because he recovered the block punt against the Packers and took it in. Jimmy Garoppolo is not helping this team right now. So I don't care what happens over the next game or hopefully two games for the 49ers. Jimmy has shown who he is. The 49ers made their decision when they traded up for Trey Lance. They admitted that Jimmy is not good enough and nothing that happens the rest of this season should change that. I wish you were more definitive in your answer. And that's why you need to follow Stats on Fire on Twitter, Rob Guerrero. Hey, man, appreciate the the time and the information as always. Enjoy the game today. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. I mean, I like a guy that just doesn't hold back. Exactly. Right? Stand up for your convictions there you here. Go. Yes. Yeah, he's never shy on that, and I appreciate that. All right, third and seven for the Chiefs here. Can the Bengals get a stop? Come on back. It is the Green Zone on VC, the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Welcomes you with a special offer in the last pro football playoff round before the big game. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either game. And if either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy the playoffs like never before. Earn M-Life rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code VSIN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if either team simply scores a touchdown in this weekend's games. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issues now with all free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds, the Green Zone here on Beeson. And oh my goodness, we've got drama in the AFC title mm-hmm. game. This this game felt dead in the water. 21-3, just before halftime. Bengals can do nothing offensively. They can't stop the Chiefs 
at all. Mm-hmm. And then just before the half, they pop one screen pass to Samaje Pirine. He gets it all the way in. Chiefs kind of bungle the end of the first half where they have sure points, don't get any. Now the Bengals get a stop to begin the third quarter. A big play on first down. They threw and, the ball on first on down. First, which we, you always say. Yes, the they don't do that, Zach Taylor and, and the offensive brain trust in Cincinnati don't do it enough. And that's why they're always in second long and always scrambling to try to get first downs here. By the way, that was a, I believe, a delay of game. So now second 14 for the Bengals. Chiefs minus 11 and a half, 54 and a half on the end game at BetMGM. Okay, so they're starting to move the ball here. They're going to have third and long, though, here. Third and 14. Let's go back to Will Hill, our correspondent, who's been all over this game for us today. And we'll, and we'll find out how this third down goes. You've crossed midfield. Can you punt the football back at this scenario if you have, let's just say, fourth and long if it's incomplete? No, I would think they would try to. Now, where are they? I'm trying to see where, where about the, the play 45. is. McPherson's a hell of a kicker. Right. They're yeah, about the I mean, Chiefs 45, right? So you're at, you got to think you're still out of his range. So I'm just kind of forecasting here because, again, we'll see how this third down goes. But you're back in this game, at least emotionally, right? You're only down 11 as they attempt this third down. They're going to go up top. And it's going to be incomplete. So we have the scenario right now. What do you do, boys? I guess is they punt. What do you do? Do you I don't, punt? I don't, I, don't, I, go, I don't think you kick from 60 here. Okay. And it, Joe Burrow yeah, is go, coming off the field. I would go for it. I would go for it, but I think he's going to punt. Okay. Well, to that point, Will, Joe Burrow is coming off the field. I'm with you, Wes. I don't think you try the long field goal. That was it. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think you try to pin him deep and play defense. Well, that was a, that was a bad play call. I mean, look, you know you've got McPherson, as Will pointed out. Five yards. Perfect in the playoffs. Go. That's where you got to try over the middle and see if you can get a chase or a boy to make a guy miss in space. But worst-case scenario, you get no yards after catch, and now you're forced to kind of make this decision, which I'm not sure – I totally, I understand why people are saying, hey, you know, don't mm, punt it here. You kind of got to go because you seemingly have the momentum for the first time really in this game. Wow. And you stop Kansas City. But, but, okay. I, they just, I mean, where it gets them in trouble and why they did make that drive, even though they get no points off this. Whenever you run Joe Mixon on first down, it feels like you're giving plays away. I'm not saying they ever give, not give the ball to Joe Mixon, but. You've got to throw the ball on first down. And by the way, was there a flag thrown there? I, I know McCall Hardman so. tried to flop on that punt return. No. Uh, he, so, yeah. So they're going to have it first and 10 inside their own 10. So they do they do accomplish mission one, which is pin them deep. Mm-hmm. But, Will, this is why I love, you know, throughout the year being with you and Wes and having you as a regular on the green zone each and every Sunday here. And I know that Twitter is probably going nuts right now uh, about that decision to punt. But those are the new... It's the new age of football, right, where analytics does play a part of it. And punting inside on the other side of the 50 is kind of frowned upon in the analytical community. And I understand why that is. But I can also understand here, because I'm kind of straddling the fence, as you guys can tell, why maybe the old school approach is, hey, man, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to stop them at some point. Pin them deep inside the 10. You did that. Can you understand both sides of the argument here? Yeah, I just opt for it and forget analytics. It's just common sense. You're down two scores. You're, you're facing the Chiefs. You're not going to pitch a shutout the rest of the way. I get they're on a long field now, but I need points. And, you know, fourth in, whatever. I mean, you could have gone for, you, you could have not ran it and kicked the field goal, but you, you didn't have to go mm-hmm. for everything there. I just, I have a hard time here down 11, giving the ball well, back. You know, Mahomes, they're going to put up probably another 10 points in this game. 
And and we always kind of maybe focus too much on the decision, whether to go on fourth down or go ahead and kick it away. But what sets it up is really what we ought to be discussing. This play calling. On third down. Is, That's right. Is absolutely terrible. I mean, you look, and, and what set it up was you ran it on first down. Then you get a delay a game That's there, right. second and 14. If you get an incomplete, then it's third and 14, which is what it was. And then it's kind of like, well, are we going to throw a streak round to Teague Higgins down the sideline or, or maybe try to work the middle and at least say, okay, we're going to get points here. We're going to get three because look, if they were fourth and seven, I wouldn't have been against them kicking the field goal no. there. I would have, I would have said, okay, you got points. You stopped them. You made it a one score game. So I actually wouldn't have been mad at that, even though I'm usually more go for it guy. But the play call, uh, you know, didn't predicate that you were able to do that. Well, I think one thing all three of us do agree on is the third down play call puts you in a bad spot on the fourth down. You got to run screen, draw, something to try to get at least five. If you're not yeah. trying to get all 14, get five. And then McPherson comes out and potentially make this a one-score game with a long field goal. So to Will's point, now you're still down two scores. Mm-hmm. You're putting the football back to Patrick Mahomes. But again, I thought because the, the bad play call on third down yeah. netted you zero yards, that punting was the only the only decision to make after the bad play call on third down. Because I feel like field position yes. really with this offense in terms of how they can keep the ball and get those short games and kind of nickel dime you before they set up something big. I don't think like the field position, all that matters oh. as uh, it looks like. Oh. Uh, and uh, Edward Tolera looks like he makes a guy miss and I believe gets four, four yards there because they had that play dead to rights. But yeah. that's the thing. They're not losing yards on these plays. They're at least getting three and four yards there. And that's putting them in better position. Unlike Cincinnati, okay, hand it off to Joe Mixon, and then you're down, you know, second nine, second 10, second 11. The Chiefs never get in those situations. I will say this, and we talk about tone and tenor a lot when you watch these football games. What I do like so far in the second half is, you know what you're not seeing? Rushing three, Mm -hmm. rushing four, playing seven, eight back. They're getting more pressure now Mm -hmm. uh, on this Chiefs offense, so it looks like they're getting a little bit more aggressive. Again, that could lead to big plays as the Chiefs do get a first down here. On a, and it looks like a, a, a Hardman run that's going to get them a first and 10. Boy, the players are getting chippy because it's so funny to me watching players beg for calls as they're begging for it. Well, a, you're begging the wrong guys, absolutely. as we have seen and we have talked about all week. The least amount of penalties called that, that by Bill Vinovich. In that the was net. absolutely a late hit. Hardman's out. He's, <laughs> but again, I'm glad they're not calling it. But like, man. This is old school football. You know, at least they're being consistent. They and and look, they're not giving out bailout calls necessarily. Uh, because look, everybody on Twitter, I think they're so predicated on seeing all these penalties. They're so they used are to screaming it. for penalties. Yes. By the way, the penalty count right now, three for 25 for Cincinnati. No penalties called on the Kansas City Chiefs. They're just not going to throw flags here. And you're not going to get beautiful. that. And you have to adjust to the game. You yes. know, it's kind of like. If they're flag happy, you got to adjust to that and know what they're going to call and then know what they're not going to call. But you made a great point. Social media, right? And the players, you're seeing when they're begging for calls. They're so accustomed to getting the calls with anything that looks like an infraction or something, maybe a step out of bounds. Man, like, just man up, play, stop mm-hmm. whining. Twitter's never going to stop whining, so you can't yeah. ask for that. Yeah. But for the players, they're just not used to this. They're not used to not getting calls. And I, I'm with you. I'm I'm for it. I like to see physical football. And right now they're getting after Patrick Mahomes a little bit. 
and all of a sudden we're gonna have a third and six. And and they have not gotten him in that situation that much today. They did get him on the first drive, and what do you know? They got a stop mm-hmm. and did get the ball. So that's what you got to do. You just can't keep having these guys when you do get to a third down, get to third and one and third and two, where they're gonna pick that up damn near every single time. All right, so let's see how this plays out. But again, the physicality of the game starting to come in. The Bengals are getting a little bit more pressure up front. They're, they haven't sacked Mahomes yet. But, again, he's 3 of 4 on third down. The first incompletion was to Kelsey in the last drive, which got a stop. They're at about the 24-yard line here. So, another big play for this Bengal defense. But, look, you've you've done part A, pin them deep. Part B, can you get the stop here as Mahomes throws it over the middle? They're going to get that stop. So, I actually – that's why I was four punting the football there. Mm-hmm. But the defense has got to do their job. They're starting to slowly get into this thing. Back-to-back punts here for the Bengals – excuse me, for the Chiefs. They did hold. <laughs> they held. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Done. 21 at his hand in the cookie jar. Just hey, a little, little just really quickly. He pulled tough. it back very quickly. But, but that's physical football. And speaking of getting back in the game, would be underbackers because now at BetMGM, 52.5 on the in play total, minus 9.5 for the Kansas City Chiefs, as this punt is going to be fair caught. Decent field position to start for Not Cincinnati bad. at their own 35. Okay. So again, look, man, I, you know, I'm old school. Michael Irvin, they used to have the push-off rule. They invented it for Mike. I'm like, man, don't penalize a guy for being bigger, bigger and stronger. He's going to push you up. Man up. Try to stop him. I had mm-hmm. to get that, that in there for my Cowboy. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Bengals have the possession, 21 to 10. Getting close to midway through the third quarter here. Maybe things get a little bit more interesting. Come on back. Much more to get to on Championship Sunday on the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN.